0: Hey everybody, good evening, it is December 10th, oh this joke that I'm going to do is way complicated, I'm I'm just freaking out already, so I'm not going to waste a lot of time, I'll tell you, we're going to talk about YouTube and some of the uh, censorship that YouTube is doing, it's interesting, there's a delineation letter that went out in Los Angeles County and I'll explain what that is if we have time, I may not, I might have to do it tomorrow along with the Fort Hood report that just came out, which I just read all 126 pages and holy lord am I upset. That might be a show on its own. We'll talk a little bit about a threat that Trump supporters got. It's interesting. Comes out of Michigan. And no, it's not that the Detroit Red Wings are going to be a decent team this year. That's not certainly it. And then we're going to talk, uh, we have an update on Santa. So we'll talk a little bit about Santa. But first, I want to talk to you about two guys from New Jersey. They ran their own business and they were florists. And they were fantastic. Joey and Tommy. Joey and Tommy did great things for the city of New Jersey. And people would come all over to buy their flowers. And they were a huge success. But, you know, Joey and Jimmy Bag of Donuts were uh, a little on the corrupt side. And they had connections to the family, if you know what I mean. But everything was going fine. They were earning, making money, and all the capos loved them. Until one day, two monks moved in next to them across the street. And you guessed it, they built a flower shop. And those monks started tearing up business for them. With the religious aspect and the fact that they had better quality flowers from upstate New York, Joey and Jimmy didn't know what to do, and they started losing money hand over fist. So they tried everything. They tried smear campaigns, threats, spray paint in the building. Nothing impacted these monks. Every day they went about their business, and they just continued to rock the business. So at that point, Joey and uh, Jimmy say, hey, you know what, I think... Time to call in that favor, if you know what I mean. And we can, uh, you know, ask the family for some help. And they, absolutely. So after they make a phone call, their buddy Hugh comes down, who's very connected. Hugh's a big guy. And he breaks into the friar's place that night and tears it up, urinates on the flowers, smashes cabinets, destroys everything. Only thing he doesn't do is burn it down. And the next morning, Joey and Jimmy are out on the porch and they see the two friars get in their car and leave. And he says, man, perfect. We're back in business. And he goes, yeah, we did well. Folks, the moral of the story is uh, only Hugh can prevent florist fryers. And I screw it up with the wrong outro. Oh, gosh. Do you know how hard it is to say only Hugh can prevent florist friars without screwing it up? Do you know how difficult this? I might even said Timmy and Jimmy. I don't know. It was so. Oh, damn it, Jim. can prevent forest fires that was fantastic let the smoke clear it's not smoke it's vape but it doesn't matter a little bit of smoke effects going on hi everybody it's Matt from don't unfriend me I sure missed you last night sorry I wasn't feeling too good and I needed to uh, get a little RR no I don't have the covid or the vid or the cove uh, several people sent me messages and they're like dude you don't have it do you no I don't think I have it chest is a little tight think that's allergies. Uh, But I think I had a little touch of the flu, not feeling too hot. it was been a long week, but you know what? The show must go on. And with all the news that came out over the last few days, I can't not do a show tonight. So let's get to it, folks. I would appreciate if you'd do me a favor. Like, subscribe, share, uh, follow me on Facebook. Advertisements up. Facebook, let it up. We'll see what happens. By the way, uh, I have an update on the Santa and the copyright claim that went against me for my Millennial Falcon story, which is interesting. I'll give you an update on that. Um, but everything so far is pretty good, and let's get into the biz. Remember, please give me a like, share, and subscribe. I would appreciate it. First things first is YouTube. Now, the one thing I've always enjoyed about YouTube is although their copyright claims are a little strict, those have seemed to loosen up, and they've seemed to embrace the fact that uh, free media rights and use rights are a thing that they can they can absolutely get behind. And 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 now people are creating content that's fantastic. They can do a review on a movie. They can use clips that were not prior released to the media. They can use just about anything on the internet for free media use. And I love that about YouTube. And it's been a great thing. And then YouTube decided to do something. I got an email. And it's really interesting. But before I tell you the email, I want to show you a tweet that went out yesterday. Team YouTube says, yesterday was the safe harbor deadline and enough states have certified their election results to determine a president-elect. This means the 2020 U.S. presidential election is now a past election under our policies. Read how this is being enforced. Interesting. Well, that may be the deadline, but we haven't had certification yet. He's still president-elect. He's not the president yet. And although I understand that that looks like it's going to be a reality, this is by no means over. So, it's confusing to me what I was reading, and I didn't quite understand it. Now, here's the thing that you may not know, is Facebook and Instagram have absolutely had has not allowed me to advertise since November 4th. I have had none because I'm considered a political organization, which is interesting, because if anybody should be getting their message out there, I think it should be me. I'm fairly fair, I don't just bash on Democrats. I've been hard on Republicans too. And although I consider myself a Republican because there's a lack of choices, Hmm, let's see, we can either have A or B. Really? Which one will I choose? It's like Rebecca Black choosing the front seat or the back seat. Who cares? The point is, is that I tend to just tell the truth. And right now, Democrats are being obnoxious and they've been that way for four years and they will continue to have my ire and wrath until they stop. Tonight's not going to get any better. But YouTube releases this right after, which is extremely interesting. Now, none of my stuff has been tagged or flagged yet. I've received no notification. But it says this is in line with our approach towards historical US presidential election. Content that includes sufficient EDSA con- context may remain on YouTube, similar to how we allow COVID medical misinformation that videos are policies to exist in videos with EDSA context. If your content is impacted, you will receive an auto-marked email from our system. Essentially, what is it saying is that if there is anything that they deem as disinformation about the election, they won't flag it. They won't put a little marker. Now they're deleting it. So for all you people that said, oh, censorship isn't real, it's not going to happen. They're not going to take your guns. Well, they're trying to take our guns. Oh, well, they're not going to impose on your free speech. Yes, they are. They're not going to impose on your privacy. Actually, Obama and Bush both did. And there are millions and millions and millions and millions of documents and people were spied upon without warrants. But see, America didn't get upset about that. They also did a Russian collusion hoax that wasn't true. Remember, and you were all lied to, but you didn't seem to care about that. You didn't care about the $43 million for the impeachment, the investigation about Donald Trump being peed on and his small hands. Can I just ask America, what do you care about? Because now they're saying that whatever they decide is election disinformation, including my my show... And I could just talk about Santa Claus all the time, but it doesn't matter because they have classified me as a political organization. So therefore, anything that's on there about the election, now we have COVID we can't talk about. We have election we can't talk about. Folks, what happens when it's something that you care about? What happens when you are censored? What are you going to do? So you can hate Trump people all you want and say, nana nana boo boo, stick your head in doo-doo and be excited that we're getting censored and laugh at us, like I've seen some of my friends do. But what comes around goes around, sweetheart. And if you think that the Democratic Party is not soon going to classify anything that you say against them as hate speech, you're insane. Because COVID and the election is absolutely political. There are two sides to this. It has become a bipartisan topic. So what happens with guns? What happens if you're a liberal, but you actually don't believe in abortion? Will you be censored if you say anything different? What happens if you don't believe in tax and spend or welfare states? What happens if you don't believe that they should go into your home and decide what you do and how you do it? Folks, this is not a political issue. This is censorship, and it is censorship defined. This is the same thing they did in Hong Kong, and that is something else I was going to show you. I've got like four episodes I can do. I can show you the bus and the re-education camps that are now in China, and they're taking dissenters and people who are peacefully protesting. And they're putting them on buses, black buses that are absolutely blacked out with steel on the windows and shipping them to concentration camps. Hong Kong was free 20 years ago. It was a democracy. It was a capitalistic country. It resembled America more than just about any other place, even more than England. And it was under English rule. Folks, when are you going to wake up? This is the beginning. When they say hate speech is defined, and that's why they haven't defined it, they will. And when they do, that becomes law. And when it becomes law, anything you say against them is defined as hate speech. And you will be doxxed, tar, feathered, thrown into a cell, maybe Chateau d'If, put in an iron mask. You tell me, where does it end? If you think we are so star-spangled awesome that we're impenetrable from tyranny and oppression. You just need to look at the other countries in the world who are falling. Democracies are falling like brickin' bodies. We better wake up and we better wake up soon. Otherwise, you may never hear the things you need to hear. To free your mind. To teach you about these documents. What happens when these become hate speech? They were written by racists, Remember? and homophobes, and xenophobes, even though half of those topics weren't even around during that time. But these documents are racist inherently, because the people who wrote them are racist. This is what's coming. And if you can't see it, open your eyes, please, for the love of God, stop taking your eye off the ball and worrying about Trump supporters, and Biden supporters, and worry about the people who are pushing this down our throats. And telling you that it's okay because it's not. It's not ever, ever again. We've already seen this. We fought a war over this with England. We have fought communism since it's reared its ugly head. YouTube is doing exactly what Facebook book is doing. Google is doing. They're all the same company. Google owns YouTube. Facebook owns Instagram. This is all tied together. And these tech companies are absolutely 100% executing personal politics through the media. It's got to stop. It's got to stop. I have another video to show you that's also extremely alarming. Please watch. Please listen. And it just goes into what I was talking about. So this is just a warning to you Trumpers. Be careful, walk lightly. We ain't playing with you. Enough of the shenanigans. Enough is enough. And for those of you who are soldiers, you know how to do it, do it right. Be in order, make them pay. Dennis Rodman looks like hell. You know, I haven't seen him since he played with the Bulls, but he looks horrible. I mean, does he looks almost 80. His voice is still gruff and must have went to North Korea and just completely changed his politics. It's terrifying. Dennis, you were such a good player. i would never seen a rebounder like you. Defensively, you were one of the best. How about you stick to basketball and stop threatening us? Wait, 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 hold on. Oh, thank you. My, my producer just, uh, I'm sorry, folks. That was Cynthia Johnson, uh, and she was actually a representative in Detroit. She was on the House Intelligence Committee in Michigan. She couldn't be contacted or reached by the Detroit newspapers, but she posted another video after her Wednesday tirade and threats, physical harm against Trump supporters, simply because they voted for somebody that she doesn't like appearing to clarify that it was time for soldiers for christ against racism and against misogyny to rise i've said it before the three words racism misogyny homophobic do the democrats have any other word or words in their language vocabulary this this is their this is what they do it's their fallback she was caught she threatened Physical violence, just like Maxine Waters, just like they all have. Democrats, you can sit here and keep tolerating this all you want. And all my supposed friends on Facebook who it or still support the Democrats. How long are you going to sit by? How long are you going to condone, condone and support this? You know, since you've been judging us for four years and saying how horrible we are and calling us racists and bigots, what are you You're standing by where people are physically threatening Americans. A couple of stupid Trump supporters punched a guy in the nose, and all of a sudden you're saying his rallies or KKK rallies. What are you guys doing? I don't see any Republicans burning stuff down. I don't see Republicans beating people up. I don't see us rioting and stealing crap and destroying small businesses. I don't understand how you can remain quiet. So before you cast that light upon us and say he will be judged based upon us voting for Trump, well, you know what? There was a group of people in Germany who stood by and allowed Jews to be thrown in the gas chambers and burned alive. And they stood by. Now, am I comparing Democrats to that? No, but this is how it starts. You keep saying that We're the Nazis who are trying to have the world rise up against Democrats. No, that's not what we're doing. We're trying to have you stop stealing our liberties. You're the ones that are inciting violence against us. So, to her comment about the soldiers, we hear you loud and clear, Dennis. And we're ready. And if you think that any veteran is going to stand for this, you're insane. We made a pact and a pledge and a promise. All enemies, foreign and domestic. And Mr. Rodman, you're a domestic terrorist. You are a threat to our country. I am extremely proud of the Republicans who who removed you and took away your committees. But why didn't the Democrats do that? And why isn't this on the news? Why isn't anyone talking about this? Why are Trump supporters considered to be the violent ones when when this person is allowed to say that from a public platform and incite violence against Trump supporters? That wasn't banned on YouTube. That wasn't banned on Facebook. Isn't that a political social post? Why is it allowed? Why am I banned? And I've never called for violence against anybody. Maybe I should start. Maybe it will help me stay and they appreciate violence. I don't know. But I'm confused because this is just speech. And she is calling for murder. What do soldiers do? What is their number one job? What is their number one responsibility? It's not to build bridges and hand out cookies. It's to kill. They are trained to kill. With extreme prejudice. I would be careful with your words. I will also watch your pivot on your left foot because you tend to fade back and miss your two-point jumpers in the paint. Come on, D-man. You should have had some more offense if you are such a great player. <sighs> Santa Claus. Santa Claus got my wrath last episode, but I have an update. And I don't necessarily agree with what happened. Santa Claus is no longer here. That Santa who decided to destroy that child's Christmas, he resigned. And that's a shame. I don't believe in doxing. I don't believe in taking out people. And although I threatened to kill him, which was a joke, I don't think he should lose his job. I think someone should have a talk with him and explain to him what he did. And I think he should have apologized to the boy, and I think he should have went to his house and brought the Nerf gun and said he was sorry. Because ultimately, we will never change if all we do is punish the people, because his attitude will be, here we go, cancel culture, bunch of Republican gun owners hate me, and we'll never get anywhere. Now, the lady who's in public office, who I just made fun of, Miss Cynthia Johnson, She should absolutely be removed from office because she is a political figure and she represents people, and that language is dangerous. But Santa didn't deserve to lose his job. Sometimes kids cry. And if we watch the kid closely, they overreacted just a little bit. Let's be honest. But what I do love is what happened after. And this was pretty amazing. So there was a mistake made yesterday, huh? Yeah. Well, we're so sorry about. Okay, can Sandra come in? This is big. Yes. But I heard you were coming to check on and me from Alma's house. Yeah, well, I heard about this off at the North pole. Yeah, me too. And I rushed down to help. Nerf gun. Wow, This is crazy, this thing. What did you say? Thanks. <gasps> <laughs> well, thank you. Michael, what do you say to Santa? I said thanks. Okay. <laughs> oh, he did. <laughs> Listen, that's what it's all about, and he's a good kid. It's a good family. Mom and dad say, say, thank you. And, he, and he's like, mom, I did. It's a good, good family. And yes, he, he cried a little bit because remember during the whole tantrum and and the, the the sadness in his heart. And I, I, listen, we know kids, the kids sometimes can overreact. He had the the presence of mind while he was doing this with his eyes, which is the universal sign for crying, but no one actually does when they're crying says, do I still get the gun? Listen. He's not emotionally scarred for the rest of his life. He was a good boy. He got the gun. Santa, the real Santa, brought it, and that's what it's all about. And I hope the other Santa, if he ever runs across my video, understands that I said it earlier, it's about making dreams come true. It's not destroying them. And your personal politics can be put on hold for a few days out of the year, especially during Christmas, when the focus isn't about you. It's about other people. And we've been saying that for 10 months. It's not about you, it's about them. Well, this is about them. This is Christmas, and it's about other people's joy and not your pathetic ideals about the Second Amendment. You can take that, put it in your pipe, and smoke it, fat man. I'm sorry you lost your job, sir. Next time, maybe it'll be better. Lights, lights, lights. Those evil lights. I am the Griswold personified. My family and I put up lights that you can't believe. In fact, I'll take a picture tomorrow for you. This letter this lady received, I couldn't help but notice your Christmas lights display. I'm going to blow this up because I'm getting old. During these unprecedented times, we have all experienced challenges, which casual words just don't describe what we're feeling. The idea of twinking, Twinkling colorful lights are a reminder of division that continue to run through our society, a reminder of systemic biases against our neighbors who don't celebrate Christmas or who can't afford to put up lights on their own. We must do the work of educating ourselves about the harmful impact an outward-facing display like yours can have. I challenge you to respect the dignity of all people while striving to learn from differences, ideas, and opinions of our neighbors. We must come together collectively and challenge these institutional inequities. St. Anthony is a community welcome of all people, and we must demand better from ourselves. Are you freaking kidding me? It was a string of lights and a wreath. A string of lights and a wreath. What in the name of God is going on? Why are people so fired up? What about this screams inequity? It's modest. Those lights are $29.99. The wreath is probably $2999 too. And that's it. People have a right to celebrate their religious beliefs. They have a right to celebrate their beliefs. And this doesn't oppress Jewish people. This doesn't say Kwanzaa bites it. This doesn't say Hanukkah's trash. It says We all believe in different things, and nobody's going to question if there's a star of David in a window. Nobody's going to question if a dreidel is broken out amongst kids and they all play together, even if they're Christian or Muslim. These letters are cowardly. These people have no backbone. And what more, is more important than anything is this person is a nurse. Here it is. COVID-19 nurse Kim Hunt decorated her St. Anthony home for Christmas with lights in order to bring festive cheer to their community. She was left bewildered when she received a letter from a neighbor who was offended by the display. The anonymous letter writer claimed that the lights harm, were harmful to people who didn't celebrate Christmas or cannot afford decorations of their own. Hunt told DailyMail.com that there are other residents on her street who also received the same letter. The letter has been met with widespread backlash on social media, and supporters have now decided to add a ton of more lights to their displays all over the country simply to support her, and we will do the same. Folks, we have to realize, and my aunt says it best, and I hope she watches tonight, sometimes your mouth is best used for chewing, And you don't always have to have an opinion. And that's kind of hard from somebody who has an opinion show. But I will tell you, there are plenty of times that I just keep my mouth shut and don't say anything, not because I'm scared and not because I don't have something to say, but because I realize it's not my story to tell. I also realize that I can never, ever understand someone's true intent without speaking to them. That person probably read that letter and had no earthly idea what in the hell you were talking about because your experiences are separated them from them. They haven't lived your life. They are not as uptight as you. They go to work and put themselves in danger for 24-hour shifts around COVID and then come home. And the only thing they want to do and the only energy that they have is to put up one string of lights. And you berate and chastise them for it. There's one thing that all of these comments have censorship. Censorship is alive and well. This is the land of the free and the home of the brave. We have the First Amendment, it is the only right that we truly have. And the Second Amendment protects it. And without that, we have nothing. There are some major changes coming to our country. And if I I don't have time to read the delineation letter, I wish I did, because here it is. Six pages of crimes that are now considered misdemeanors in California. And when I read them off to you, you're going to be shocked. Lawlessness is running rampant. Our Constitution and our Bill of Rights and our protection and our government, which is their number one job, is to protect us, not harm us. They spy on us. They tax us into oblivion. They force us to stay in our homes and close our businesses and will not allow us to make a personal choice whether we want to face something head on or hide in fear. It's the illusion of choice. This election was stolen from all of us on both sides. The left are are woefully ignorant about what took place, and the right refused to accept what took place and just realize that they were all hoodwinked, that they were deceived and outsmarted and outcunninged, if that's even a word, and it's not. The Democrats played all of us, and they simply were more Machiavellian than the Republicans were. Is that what we want? Is that what it's come down to? finding ways to, to to punk the system. We're going to lose 21 million immigrants. Okay, well, what are we going to do? Let's give 16-year-olds the right to vote. Oh, we can't do that? Okay, let's have felons have the right to vote, and let's give them guns again. What in the hell are we doing? How does this make any sense at all? You know, you can sit here and you can pretend that you don't see it on both sides, Republicans and Democrats can pretend that this isn't happening and you can pretend you're okay with it. But one of these days it's going to impact you like it's impacting me. And it's just from a stupid site and a stupid show that really in the scheme of things, isn't that important. But I will tell you every single night I go to bed and every morning I wake up, I feel like I have been violated that my voice is being taken away from me because I can't share it with other people because I know there are people who want to hear what I have to say. And it may be an infinitesimal amount compared to the population, but they still have a right to hear it. And I shouldn't be deleted, censored. I shouldn't have a flag put on my video for a fair rights use video of that Santa. I had another site come on and flag it and try to pull my video down. Three hours of content because I played that video. But every single news media channel, every single pay to play type site like Shapiro and news agency plays that video. And they came after me. And they flagged it. And you notice that flag's gone because I fought it. And I claimed fair rights use because I know my rights. And I know the law. And I won. Go take a look at the live video. Go take a look at the recorded video. Both of them were flagged from a, from a place called Storyful. S-T-O-R-Y-F-U-L, flagged it and had their link replace my link so it would direct to them and they got credit for my content. I fought them and I won. It doesn't make me special. It means that I know how to read these. And one of these days, these won't be here anymore and they will not be worth the paper they're printed on. And we may use them for fire because our gas will be turned off and we'll be waiting in line for bread. But maybe that's the day that y'all wake up. The symbol on that icon is Republicans and Democrats. We are the same body. We are the same person. It does not define us, and politics are not who we are. And the sooner you begin to realize that, the better off we all will be. But if you keep watching the wrong target, And you keep looking downrange when the threat is to your left and to your right. Everything that we have and all the truths that we hold to be self-evident and that we are all created equal will simply be words. And it will be in the wind. It's time that we woke up. It's time that we stop fighting each other. And it's time that we fight the machine. Folks, that's all I have tonight. I hope you enjoyed the video. That's just my opinion. Don't unfriend me or do. It's up to you. You can do whatever you want. This is America, after all, for a few more days, weeks, months, years. I don't know how long. Don't forget to subscribe. Head on over to YouTube, like, share, subscribe, Facebook, do that. I have an ad that's actually up, and it's staying up. Let's hope we can continue to advertise now. Folks, I do appreciate you, and I thank you, and I'm not mad at anybody. I'm just disappointed that we continue to stop focusing on the things that truly matter. The Constitution of the United States, the Bill of Rights, the Articles, our state laws, federal laws, city laws, municipalities, townships, we have to educate ourselves because we are being violated. And it started with Bush with that damn Patriot Act, and it it has been stolen every day since. What also is being stolen is a national treasure. Veterans Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Press 1. 22 veterans commit suicide a day during the holidays. 24 to 25 commit suicide. It's way too many. If you can't make that phone call, reach out to me. I'll make it with you. You can go to my website at www.dontunfriendme.com, and you can actually click on the VCL link and get a Skype-free call. Folks, thank you so much for being with me today. I will be back tonight after a quick workout. I need to get all this sick out of my system. Thanks for watching. I appreciate you. God bless. And I will see you tonight.